0: Welcome to PayTech Talk, the podcast of payment technology law, brought to you by the dedicated lawyers at Adderholt Munich. With PayTech Talk, you get the latest trends and topics and experience the world of payment, banking, and IT. Hi, we're at
1: the Money 2020, and I get to talk to Matthias Setzer, who is Chief Commercial Officer of PayU. And Matthias, um, happy to see you here. Um, Thanks for joining. We're old colleagues. So, first is, in your opinion, how long will we continue to pay in cash?
0: <laughs> oh, very good question. And um, we see interesting developments in markets like India, right, where the government uh, steps in and just decides that a lot of cash is no longer valid. Um, I think, despite that, we will continue to pay in cash a long time. Um, maybe even decades will it go mostly away and be a very small share yes probably as well completely going away not sure people want that Uh,
1: my second question Mm. is what will be the most commonly used payment method in 2025
0: the most commonly used payment and you on a global scale by geography by region there's probably a few differences Um, again to the previous question if you ask on a global scale it will be some form of card payment, I would argue. Whereas card is uh, definitely no longer a piece of plastic. By then, um, it is some token um, that is stored on some piece of hardware. Um, and again, very openly saying it may be mobile phones, it may be other devices, can be a car key. And right? um, there's any anything happening on on uh, voice prompted devices and other things happening. So I'm pretty sure we will pay with a token that is backed by some financial instrument, whether this is a bank account or a credit card account or something like that, yeah, that will happen. I think a token.
1: (laughs) And the famous next big thing, what will be it for fintech industry?
0: Oh, there's a lot of next big things happening. Um, I think um, the next big thing for fintech is probably, I would call it real fintech. I think a lot of fintech players discovering that uh, just the cool technology is maybe not enough. You need to have access, scale, customers, capital, um, and all those other nice things you need to have. So, I'm saying, I would argue there's a trend for, for real fintech, whatever you call it, or, or um, some, some more sophistication, a little less hype around it. There is a big topic around data and also data protection, maybe, um, I would argue. And uh, one very recent one that is maybe coming in all those hype cycles is uh, the cryptocurrencies, and I would say the real trend is now we're getting a little more serious on blockchains. On that one, but again, uh, early days. Not sure when there is a final business model. Before.
1: You kind of made a change from a from a in your career from a focus more on German-speaking countries, Europe, or European, um, yeah. well, also global, but but more European focus now to a very very. Global focus, and yeah. I would be interested to hear from True. you. When you when you look at what you see globally, what are the things that we're not seeing in Europe yet? And when you when you go, you know, when you travel, let's say India, China, yeah, uh, Africa, yeah. and you yeah. think, hey, yeah. that could be actually something that could yeah. come from there to us.
0: Um, there are a few things. I mean. Um, I First, yes, it's a privilege um, to do and and see that, and I really enjoy that. And it was a really nice uh, story to go even more global. Sometimes it's not so nice when you fly those hours, but generally it is. Um, I think what we are underestimating is that there is a lot of people outside of Europe. Very simple fact, right? I mean, just go to India, just go to China, you're talking almost three billion people in those two countries alone. Right, um, A lot of the decisions we're taking, be it in fintech or other parts of the uh, equation, actually our decision making is no longer really mattering. It's those geographies deciding what happens on a global scale, much more than we realize. I think we're a little bit too much focused on our own terms, um, generally speaking. Second one, um, those geographies and countries, um, you see a lot of leapfrogging. Right. Uh, it's famously known in Africa M-Pesa straight to uh, mobile payment. Actually, Africa also leads the pack in mobile banking. Yeah. In terms of share of population, uh, African countries lead globally in terms of population that is doing banking on mobile, right? And, and um, so you will And India. India is now going uh, on the India stack in the payment industry. Right? I mean, they even call it the India stack. It's a full payment stack, basically. They have uh, authorizations and, and authentication methods, uh, the Aadhaar, um, there's over 1 billion Indians already registered with a digital fingerprint, right? Um, so they are way advanced, and at the moment you can argue India has a big governmental challenge and a big, re- in, in terms of bureaucracy. And yes, of course they do, but I wouldn't be surprised if, um, if you look at, the, at my own home turf is Berlin, right? I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of years, uh, five years from now, you can go to India to see how proper e-government is running. Right? It won't come from Berlin. Certainly not um, on, on that one and so I think we'd be very surprised about some of those applications. Um, make no mistake, they invest in most modern technologies and they will overtake in some cases.
1: Would you go so far to say that the next big thing in innovation, is not coming from Silicon Valley, so, but from uh, India or China.
0: Or in Indian or Chinese in the Silicon Valley. That's always a very oh, good okay. question, yeah. right? Um, if you look at look at the next big thing on that one, let me point out two companies. One of them, where we are half sister. Uh, look at Alibaba and Tencent. Look at Baidu. Um, we are not uh, uh, involved. Look at Baidu, machine learning, self driving cars. Um, is it the next big thing? Has it been around? I don't know. Everybody strives to have a messenger uh, with the same level of uh, payment infrastructure, shopping infrastructure, servicing infrastructure like WeChat. That's the benchmark. It's coming from China, right? Um, it's not a Silicon Valley invention uh, from that point of view. So actually. They're trying to get to reach standards on those things, right? And so, I'm pretty sure there will be a more balanced uh, picture still. Uh, in particular, Silicon Valley um, is a massive attraction, a lot of people go there, but yeah, a few of the big things will come from uh, India, from China in particular.
1: And not from Berlin? No chance?
0: Uh, Berlin has an amazing development as well, right? Um, there is a chance for next big thing, but. Um, clearly, um, and in, in, in Berlin, I think it got a lot more sophisticated in terms of the old copycat. So you're also seeing now some more heavy lifting technology plays. You're seeing more heavily regulated businesses. You see some very serious uh, direction and even in, in some scientific works and others, right? Um, talking about ResearchGate and others. So there is a very good development in Berlin. We're very happy with it. We're actually also growing our office there. We have development in Berlin, it's not a coincidence. Um, so that's all good, but to, to uh, have the same tax setup uh, in terms of investment taxes, to have the same talent set up, to copy those geographies is very difficult. And in particular Silicon Valley is very hard to beat. And uh, talking talking about the sheer number of people, if only 0.5% of the people in India learn to code, yeah. right, you have a half German population. Yeah. Uh. The pool is just so much bigger. But no, we did the other way around, I mean, I don't want to sound too pessimistic about that one. Um, There is great infrastructure and talent in Berlin and other markets in Europe. So the other thing we shouldn't do is put our uh, head in the sand and just pretend uh, everything is done. No, certainly not. Right. But it's also not like uh, just because uh, we think in Mitte uh, is cool, it's not only happening in Mitte. There's a little more outside.
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Something that I've heard a lot here is that payments is mostly in context and it will even more in context. A lot of people said payment just takes place where commerce is. So give you an example. So you have the Amazon Echo and you have the the payment behind and nobody really cares. Nobody remembers actually what they have put behind. Is it a bank? Is it a credit card? Whatever. Maybe it's even bill pay. You know, something like that. So um, do you think that will happen and what will that do to the fintech industry when it becomes a, a nameless commodity?
0: that's to my previous point right what's the payment method in 2025 i think it's a token backed by some financial instrument right it doesn't really matter um i think payments will become a commodity more and more um i agree and i'm saying this uh, deliberately as uh, being part of a leadership team of a large payment company that's one reason why we do invest in things like credit and other value-added services yes it'll go away and and you could argue in some of our markets, uh, let's take Brazil, where take rates and payment costs are very, very high. Interest rates are obnoxiously high. This is due to the local market situation and some good and some bad situations there. Mostly bad, I would argue it's too expensive. Even those costs will go away, right? India is already hyper-competitive, right? Um, massive, massive, massive uh, volume and scale games happening there. A lot of cost uh, reductions happening. So uh, regulatory changes on top from psd 2 to demonetization in India We're seeing a couple of those uh, laws actually uh, around the planet, uh, there's there's maybe even a trend here. Yes, payment costs will go down significantly and eventually even be minimal or no longer really relevant. And fintech's in a way driving that and part of it is driven by, uh, take PST2, open access to bank, open access to data, makes it more transparent, right? Um, You can get more scale, consumers have more choice, but also consumers care less because it gets out of the way.
1: Uh, you, you mentioned regulation like PC2 and also being a factor for innovation you know like access yeah. to accounts an industry that builds on top but there are also a lot of people saying that it actually in particular in Europe with all these um, anti-money laundering laws and, and authentication and oh, requirements yeah. and uh, second third yeah. factors yeah. that yeah. it becomes so cumbersome that it yeah. will actually hamper innovation yeah. do you share this
0: I share that now very clearly I mean the Um, It has good elements, like you mentioned them, um, but things like uh, the, the, the force for second factor authentication is completely wrong from that angle. I get the underlying argument that you should make it more safe. Yes, of course, but then you shouldn't dictate a certain method around it. This is always wrong if a government tries to guess the next technology, they simply don't know, right? And they never will, and they never did, and so this is simply structurally the wrong approach. I'm happy to have consumers have certain rights, for example, so they're very well protected. That's the right way to go it, or for businesses to have a certain regulatory framework, how they can safely trade with each other in a way, and that there's all sorts of rights around it. That's a fine way to regulate, and this is a scheme we would appreciate, Uh, but then please let the specialists and the companies doing the business and the innovators decide how to make it secure. And there's many other ways to do it and those things. So yes, this is limiting, Eventually, I think there will be uh, the the estimations are this is a loss uh, in in, uh, e-commerce in Europe in double-digit billions, right? Um, Yeah, we'll see that. And then we'll see other markets coming in or other companies regulated outside that take the traffic because they can offer it more conveniently cheaper. So we'll learn it the hard way. Pretty sure about that.
1: Well, thanks a lot. That was really interesting. Thanks.
0: Thank you, guys. Interesting stuff. Thanks for coming over. Thank you for joining Paytech Talk today. For further information, visit your source for legal and industry-specific insights on payment, banking and IT, and subscribe to our newsletter at paytechlaw.com.